Okay, so here's a question for you, Mark and John. If you had to lose a digit off your hand, which hand and which finger? That's not a difficult question. Hello, my name is John. <laughs> um, left pinky, what does that thing do? Pretty much nothing. No big, no great loss there. And I feel like it would probably be easier to find a seven-letter knuckle tattoo than a clean eight-letter one. That's probably true. Yeah. Very true. Mark? Uh, well, I would go with my left middle finger because it would stand out so much that I would always be giving the finger without a finger. That's, uh, all right, I like it. So those are not familiar, Mark and John are out this week. We have Shauna and Alex in the studio. I'm going to call it a studio, even though it's a very warm room. It's a loft. It's Yeah, it's we'll a call it a loft. That sounds fancy. Podcast, yeah, it's the pod loft. The pod loft. Uh, so thank you for joining us. We're going to go ahead and get into the episode today. Um, hey, all you creatures from cyberspace is what I think Mark says. We're really professional without those two. Um, so we're going to talk about a movie that was chosen specifically because we have two wonderful ladies on the podcast this week. And I wanted a female perspective on a movie called Teeth from 2007, I Ooh. think, right? Yes, it, that it is. looks like it should be from 1999, but it is indeed from 2000. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was made on like a two million dollar budget. So what are you going to do? That, That's not that, bad. Yeah. Anybody see anything cool? Uh, I saw scary stories to tell in the dark. You saw scary stories? Yeah. Cool. We're doing that, I think, next week. So we'll let you know what we thought about it. Excellent. Is it, did you like it? Yeah, it was okay. Was it very kid, like kid, like related or? Yeah. Okay. So it's not as like adult scary as it looks. Right. Okay. All right. Like less scary or more scary than it? Oh, less. Oh, damn. Because I'm not going to lie. Based on the trailer, I thought that looked potentially legit scary. So. Well, the stories are scary. I remain cautiously optimistic. Together was not scary, but they did stick to uh, the art. Is so. it very, oh, the Gamma art, the Stephen yes. Gamma art? Oh, that's the best part. We all know that's why yeah, we're there. Exactly. So <laughs> back to Teeth, which was directed by Mitchell Lichtenstein. And I, I think I'm saying that right. Mitchell, if I'm saying it wrong, hit me up on the Twitter or whatever and let me know. On the tweets. Yeah, it was uh, directed and written by Mitchell. And I believe it was uh, produced by Joyce Pierpolaine. There's like a couple producers. So Teeth is starring Jess Wexler as Don, John Hensley as Brad, Josh Pies as Dr. Godfrey, Hale Appleman as Toby, Lenny Von Dolan, that's a great name, as Bill, and Vivian Binich as Kim. Uh, there's a Binich. bunch of other people in it too. Yeah, Binich. Binesh? Binesh. Binesh. Cool. So her. <laughs> so, <laughs> that one. So yeah, so we saw Teeth, and uh, the premise of this movie as per the back of the box. Okay, so I could not find a back of the box for this, so I'm just going to read you the IMDb description. Throw out the lifeline across the dark wave. There's Dawn grows up in the shadow of a nuclear power plant. In high school, while her biology class studies evolution, she realizes she may have a hidden curse, an adaptation. She lives with her mom, stepfather, and hard-edged stepbrother. She likes Toby, a guy at school, and he likes her. She takes a pledge to remain chaste until marriage. Is it chaste or chaste? Chaste. Chaste. All right. <laughs> so they date in groups, watch G-rated films, and don't kiss. But the power of teen hormones is great, so temptation beckons. Dawn has an admirer in Ryan, and when things have an unexpected twist with Toby, she turns to Ryan for help. Will he be her mythical hero and rescue her, or can she find her way as her own hero, turning the curse into an asset? 
So that's oh, quite the description. That was way deeper. Than that this needed movie. a punch up. That was hmm. we uh, we almost switched movies on this because uh, it was hard to find. This was we couldn't find it on any streaming sites. In most places, it's not even available for like rent or purchase on iTunes. So we almost switched up to a different movie. I think it was going to be Jennifer's Body with uh, Megan Fox. But I am so glad we did this because <laughs> this movie is fucking insane. Um, Yes, it is about... They don't mention the teeth at all in that description. No. No, they sure don't. And I would say the teeth is the most salient part of this movie. <laughs> yes, I mean, it, it's called teeth, so it's not like they're trying to surprise you with them. No. Um, I guess we'll, in in honor of John R.I.P., pour one out from a homie. Uh, we'll go ahead and ruin this. She has... Um, what is it? Dentata? Vagina dentata. Yeah, so she's got teeth vagina. Or vagina teeth. <laughs> vagina teeth. Woo! Toothy vagina. Vagina dentata. Is that what you said? Yes. That okay, is, I'm not that sure the medical accurate. term. All I know the is... The medical term for this made-up condition. <laughs> it's scary as fuck. And the idea of it is um, shocking in every form and fashion. And we find that out in glorious, gory detail. So let's just jump into this movie because I don't think there's any good way to talk about it without explaining how it happens. Mm. starts out what do we start out as a flashback as a kid right yeah. oh yeah i totally yeah. skipped the flashback yeah so we start out and it's like two um nuclear are they nuclear plants those yeah, are cooling two, towers two cooling towers okay, yeah. like right behind her house right behind her house and i personally didn't know do they let people live that close to cooling towers i doubt it but they like, know there's a town in washington that i've been to where i feel like the cooling towers are just kind of right in town um so no yeah so they start out with this shot of two cooling towers from a nuclear plant so it pans down and we basically see an overhead shot of two parents which we find our parents uh sitting in a yard there's two kids in a kiddie pool and um through that we hear a little conversation and we find out that these parents are dating and maybe getting married or have they gotten married yet no he was he's like gonna propose okay and the the brother or the the kid who's going to basically become Don's stepbrother is pissed about this. Like he turns around what he's like, he's like, she's not my fucking mom or something. Like he cusses at her straight oh, up. Yeah. And it was like, Holy shit, dude, watch your mouth kid. And then, um, they're like, you watch your mouth. And then, then we get to a really weird scene. We're out of nowhere. The shot just goes behind the two kids. And you realize that Brad shows the little girl, his dick. And then he's like, now you show me yours. And I guess he puts his finger in there and he gets bit. Yeah. Oh. The tip of his finger. Yeah. So he starts like crying and they're like, what happened? What's going on? And you see like his finger is like cut wide open. Like it is like slashed. It's open. pretty gruesome. I mean, it was, it looked pretty. It's almost like the whole tip of his finger. Yeah. 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 And so, and then we immediately like cut to the little girl's face and then we cut to her giving an abstinence talk. And that's when we get into the whole, we find out she's part of like the promise ring crowd. Is that a real crowd? Is that a thing? Or is that made up for this movie? It's a thing. Oh, it's, it's totally a thing. Yeah. But toddler Dawn did raise a question for me just now, just <laughs> came to me. Does her vagina have baby teeth? Did she lose I the baby teeth? During the movie, I was like, do, do, does she shed them? Does she know? Does she shed her teeth? Does she shed her teeth? Did she put those under her pillow? What did she get for? Them? Did she get double the money? Mm. There's okay. We're going to get to a point um, where we talk about vagina teeth in particular, because I have so many questions, solutions, causes, questions. And I feel like a female perspective is going to be very well, helpful. I feel in like this. everyone is going to learn a lot about vagina today. <laughs> And believe me, I'm very comfortable talking about vagina oh, all day long. I'm so. so sorry, Mark and John. I don't know. What's, I don't know what happened. Um, okay, so Hello, we ladies. We, 
we cut to, okay, I got it back on track here. We cut to uh, Dawn giving a talk about how it's great to be a virgin and how she's like, she's like, oh, it's the most important gift. gift. Yeah. And it's you a don't gift. just give a, every hobo on the street your gift. Yeah. She's like, what if you just gave everyone something, would that be a gift? And I'm like, yeah, that actually would be yeah, a gift. Definitely. It may not, not mean as her. much. It may not mean as much, but it's still a gift. You Do can't free just samples say. count as gifts. You guys like, Ooh. should I thank the Pepperidge farm guy every time I walk by in the mall? You mean like oh. the pretzel, the pretzel guy? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Get a little Auntie Anne. Should we be sending bite? thank you notes to those guys? I think maybe <laughs> we should just have we should have little cards printed. It does make my day. <laughs> yeah. I was worried about the age mix in the crowd because it looked like there were high school students, but also elementary school students. Just like I feel like sprinkled the in. age range there was about. Eight to 17. Yeah, too wide. Yeah. I feel like those younger kids probably don't know as much as the high... Well, although, if they're in the promise group, they probably all know about the same. Because all those people were very... Like, there's a scene later on in the movie where they actually cover up the picture of the vagina in the biology book. So you can't see what it is because, like, the local school board or something was like, oh, this is too offensive. We can't show this. And so I don't know. I don't know how much they knew and what they didn't. But yeah, it's very culty and brain uh, brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And they're just all like... Of course we wouldn't, you know, one unison, one love, we don't give it out. And it's like, wow, this is creepy. But I didn't know that was real. I thought that was made up for this movie. Super real. Totally real. (laughs) But then we cut to her. She's given her speech. We find out that she's kind of like the head chased um, purity person. She's trying to lead the movement. She makes her own T-shirts. Does she make her own T-shirt? Yeah, that's what she's doing in her bedroom the evening before she goes to school. She's with the puff paint and the glitter. That's what she's doing. Because I asked that question as we were watching this movie. I was like, where does one find abstinence like T-shirts? And we we found a website. We found a website that has all sorts of them. But one of them, the best one, (laughs) abstinence, the poop hole is not a loophole. (laughs) Very true. So I feel like if anybody out there wants to buy that shirt for us, I feel like we'll rock it. Uh, send it to the P.O. box. <laughs> the P.O. box. Five, 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 five. Mark's house. So. <laughs> oh, Mark. So many chicken strips and abstinence T-shirts. If he gets my chicken strips, we're done. I'm breaking the <laughs> podcast up. We are now we cut to her going on a date. No, she gets introduced to her dream boat. Right. Toby. There's a there's a whole magic eye lock moment. The camera shifts between the two. His neck is real wide for some reason. Yeah. Wow. His hair. I did not notice his wavy. neck was wide. Yeah, it's the weirdest meet cute. And they they so was this supposed to be funny? Because this felt awkward. This felt like a like a um like a uh Jesus Christ, I can't talk today. Um like a, a Neil Bream movie. I feel like that is incredibly harsh. This is so much more intelligible than a Neil Breen movie. Okay, so let's call it a Tommy Wiseau movie. No, even Uh, that uh, I feel like is an absurd comparison. I feel like it was intentional. Everyone is very deadpan, like, in their delivery. You think that was a direction? This is an indie horror comedy. Yeah. Wow, it did not seem like that. It felt like they were playing it straight for like half of the movie. I was like, wow, this is just a really bad movie. Don't get me wrong. There's only one good actor in this movie. And that's the older brother. No. Oh. No, Ryan. It's Ryan. It's oh. Ryan. Oh, he can take a punch. He <laughs> takes We'll get to that punch later. because I want to talk about that punch. That was the best meet I do meet want to say, ever. however, I honestly think that the lead in this movie, Jess Wexler, I think she does a great job oh, as, yeah. as a weird teenager who is grappling with Christianity and sexuality and all and this stuff. Teeth I, I honestly think she does a great job and she won a special recognition at the Sundance Film Festival for her performance. In oh, this right movie? Mm-hmm. 
How? Oh, Are we watching the same movie? She was so did bad. Did this movie win any Razzies? I don't think so. No, this was actually critically very well received. Okay. That is crazy because this movie feels like no one had any direction and a camera was turned on and they were just left alone for like six hours. Like someone went to Arby's. Yes, exactly. It's like, I'm going to go to some food. I'll be back. I really disagree. I think this movie is honestly quite well crafted and intentionally weird. I think it's shot well. It has some great shots and it has, but the, the pacing's weird and everyone's like interactions. They're like, like it's they've never met a human being before. I think that's intentional. I now that I've seen it one and a half times. One and a half times. Tell the tell the story about that. <laughs> All okay. Right. So I'm watching it. I happen to own it on DVD because I like to rummage through the Walmart DVD bins and somehow have not did not watch it. So I'm like halfway through and Garrett calls and tells me that we have to pick a different movie because they can't find this movie to download anywhere. And I'm like but I'm watching it right now. I have it on DVD. And so they're like, oh, we're going to watch a different movie. I get to a certain scene. I call him back. I'm like, no. I said, we're watching this shit. And, you know. You did. You were very adamant. You're about us watching this movie. And I was like, that's an endorsement. And I am so glad you did. Because while I thought this, this, was, this was just insane. I don't want to say bad because it's not a bad movie. Just the direction choice of all the characters and how they interact. It's so weird because it seems like it could be played so serious and straight. And then there's just these moments where it's like, did you guys, did you guys even, have you met a human being before? Have you talked to anybody before? You know what I think would make this movie make more sense to people just kind of for context in this particular genre of sort of female led indie comedies, like subversive indie comedies. Uh, this, yeah, that's basically the it lesbian was, cheerleader comedy version of this movie. Yes. No, I a hundred percent agree. When I was first started watching this, I was like, this is a little deadpan, like when yeah. I'm a cheerleader. And I think that it's so funny later when it really starts picking up and you start getting the it does start picking up and it does, action. It does start feeling more like a like we're having fun with it. But the first half of the movie doesn't feel, feel like, like that, though. But I feel like the contrast is what makes the second half of the movie funnier. So you're saying that that like playing it straight at the beginning, yeah. even though it felt off. Yes. Was to, to emphasize more of the end when it was just more like, hey, yes. just accept what the well, hell's going on. And I think on. it's supposed to feel off because even though at the beginning of the movie, she's quote unquote normal and by the end of the movie she is kind of a monster she's accepted her spoily alert right um but she is so much of a more normal person to us by the end of the movie after she's kind of shaken off all of this weird baggage oh she feels like she's fallen into her own the moment she accepts like what's going on exactly and we still like we relate to her more at the end of the movie than we do at the beginning because she seems like she seems so strange and stilted and wooden at the beginning and then by the end she seems sort of like a fully realized person well i think at the beginning of the movie she's more of a like archetype archetype for like what men like to see in a woman like she's like chaste ish like or chast, if chast, you will. chast. she's very chaste from a male perspective we like to say chaste <laughs> <laughs> but like as she like develops her even her costuming changes like every day it gets a little bit less like restrained and a little bit more normal and natural how she interacts with people definitely becomes more natural. Like it's almost like she, that's a weird thing too. And I wonder if this is intentional. It's almost like, cause there's a scene where she, and we'll get into the part where she talks to the gynecologist where he's like, Oh, you're, you're entering womanhood. You're actually going through changes. 
And it seems like as she's going through all this, this is almost like her puberty awakening. She becomes comfortable with who she is. She becomes more of a confident woman. Well, it's kind of weird. I don't know if that's me- like meant to be that way. So but they yeah. make a point to not show female nudity until she essentially comes into her that's own. That's right. Because you see there's and a locker room. Female you know, nudity too. There's a locker room scene. You see some dick. You see like we are hanging bray in this movie. Some oh, for the yeah. lady. You hear that, ladies? A little some for you. But literally on the other side of the wall is the female locker room, and they are all dressed. Yeah, they're all covered up. There's I didn't notice no that. nudity. Wow. The only nudity is at the end when she's kind of come into her own. And it's very Holy much nudity shit, on her I terms that because when she does have her one nude scene, she is. Basically standing in front of the yeah, mirror by herself, admiring herself. Oh, yeah. She's straight yeah. up like, like, check it out. And I'm just like, And when she well, comes back out, it. she's covering herself. It's not for him. That's it's after she had sex, though. Right. But even even when they resume, she's not. No, no I know. But like, yeah. it's like it's almost like that that moment of having sex, like actually being able to have sex was like that catalyst moment. But do you think it was meant to be that way or? I think so. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that scene because that's a, that's an amazing scene. But we'll cut back to the actual plot here. Um there's so much in this movie that's crazy as hell. But yeah, so we we get her. She's doing that thing. We realize that she's had to meet cute. And then we immediately cut back to her older brother. Yeah. Who looks like like he was like he tried out for like Glenn Danzig's band and just didn't make it in. And he is just fully fucked up. Like he looks like a skinny groomed werewolf. <laughs> oh, I was disappointed that he didn't have a ponytail. Like a rat but, tail? Well, just like because his hair was shaved, but his mutton chops were like kind of beefy like, no he had substantial those some beefy chops. chops am i right <laughs> am i right guys am i right it looked like he could almost connect them to right. his hair under his ears right oh yeah oh, i bet. was expecting it's a hair helmet oh yeah he's got a he's got the helmet going on and so many bad <laughs> fake tattoos oh, oh he, my nothing God. but nothing but tribal tattoos little white trash dragon right between <sighs> his pecs i mm. missed that i didn't know oh. it was a dragon he also had a little happy trail action oh later i guess it's something i was not paying attention to <laughs> For shame. Well, you know, hey, I watch these for different reasons. Um, I will say this. We did not have any animal deaths in this movie. True. Actually, I would say that the dog is the hero. Oh, there is a dog. The older brother has a Rottweiler. Mm -hmm. And it's you kind of question how good a care he's taken of that dog. He seems to have some very questionable parenting techniques. But um, he's hanging out with his girlfriend in the room. Well, no, no. We first introduced and he's shooting a BB gun into the wall. Yeah. And he's trying to annoy his sister. He's listening to like heavy death metal. Clearly, they're just like every extreme we can go to to show oh. you that this, he's a really tough. Has like, he, has he snuck up on her coming out of the, in the shower? Yet? Yes. Like, yeah. Was that was, was, oh, that, was did, that his first? Was that before or after? That was before. That was before. Show, they show his room. Oh, yeah. yeah. We show her like getting undressed in the bathroom very kind of timidly. And then you can see there's someone in the shower behind her. And you're like, who's that? Because it's kind of the frosted glass shower door. Yeah. And then she opens it up and his brother's like, Wah-ha-ha. and she freaks out and runs. And he's just having a good old time with yeah. it. But um, yeah, we cut back to him a little bit later in his room and we realize like, oh, he's really troubled. He's got some stuff going hey, on. I don't know where he got them, but he has legit posters from porn. Like po- porno movie posters. Did you guys ever do that? Did you ever put porno pictures in your room? Like just hang um, up as posters? Well, yeah, but that's something all ladies do. Oh, okay. I did have a sticker in my locker in high school that said, it sure is fun masturbating, but <laughs> no porn. Yeah, I never did that. I just We also have pillow fights in our underwear. Oh, yes, absolutely. Go on. 
<laughs> back back to the episode. So yes, we realize the brother's like a real piece of shit, and you can tell he's got this weird like resentment of the sister. And later on, there's a scene where he's like hanging out with his girlfriend, where he like will only like have sex with her in the ass, and he shows her her finger, and you kind of like get the like, oh, he's terrified of like, he's really angry with women. And he's kind of like really kind of taken on that like really like angry persona. And he's really terrified of like vagina. vagina. And so, um, you As know, what? if men. you're bothered by the word vagina or penis, just stop now. It's not going to get any better throughout this episode. Oh, no. But um, yeah, you kind of realize like, oh, he's got a real fear of this. And he's like kind of overcompensating and being an asshole on purpose to women. He like he calls his mom a bitch. Um, like he's just a real piece of work. But um, his go-to word is bitch. He that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like straight up to describe his mom. He's like that bitch. And I'm like, whoa, dude, that's your mom. Like, be cool, man. Like you could you can be mad, but take it easy. But um, yeah, so we basically realize that he's garbage as hell. Um, and then we cut to the date where they oh. go to a movie where the what was the name of the guy? The meat cute guy. Toby. Toby. Yeah. Toby. And um, they go to a movie and they're looking up at the marquee and you can't see what it is. And I would have loved to see what movies they had to choose from. Oh. oh, great. I read about that one. Phil, that's rated R. Oh, I hear it's good. Phil. I'm not saying we should see it. You know what? Even the PG-13 is going to have heavy making out. Well, there's... They end up going to see a cartoon. And the friends start making out anyway. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Like, Don and, and Toby aren't making out, but the friends are there making out. I was like, wait a minute. You guys are the ones that brought it up. Gwen and Phil. Yeah, Ugh. fucking Gwen Ugh. and Phil. Get your lives together. I do not like them. Do those rings mean anything to you? So, <laughs> so we basically see that and then we cut to them going. I think we have a few more scenes where like we kind of get to know like the family. We realize the mom. We have a dinner scene where the mom is kind of talking. You realize she's got some kind of health problem. Yeah, she's sick. They Did never they say, say what. Okay, I'm about to say, I, I thought it was living by the stacks. I yeah, feel like I that's think, the implication. Yeah, I think it's like because cancer. Because every time they show the home when she comes home, they, the smoke stacks or the cooling stacks are perfectly in frame, almost like they're the villain of the movie. Yeah. And we do start the credit scene. It's like this like biological, like we see like cells being created and they kind of like one eats like these microbes or something like that. So I think we're to like understand that like due to this radiation so or whatever the mom's genetic mutation is death the child's genetic mutation is radical vagina they get radical <laughs> vagina that should have been the title um, of this movie i have a list of t-shirts that this podcast should have and one of that them should be should a be t-shirt radical vagina. radical vagina and just a just chompers like 80s like style text like neon with oh yeah. man i've definitely the wild stallions logo but radical oh, vagina yeah <laughs> We're starting yeah. a band. This podcast is done. Tune in next week when we release our first single. Oh, dibs um, on the tambourine, you guys. Oh, man, I'm out. Um, so, <laughs> yes. We have two tambourine players. So I have a question about that. So we do realize mom's got some problems and stuff like that. But there's a scene, like, right not too far after this. Oh, no, no. It's after um, she she masturbates. Oh, she... No, she catches herself she, right before she... Yeah, she's she's kind of fantasizing, and she pictures about herself... Toby. About Toby. and she pictures herself in her wedding dress. Oh, yeah, the, the complete, like, we're finally married so we can do stuff type moment. And Champagne and roses. Champagne and, aplenty. Mm -hmm, and, uh, yeah, it's very, it's very, like, 
not, I want to say fetishized, but like very like, kind of like, this is what the, the proper Hallmark way to yeah. channel. Like, this is what you should do. You should uh, get married. It should be this romantic and nice. And we, we all know that's not how it happens, but, um, that's just the way they, they portray it in this movie. So after she does that, she catches herself almost like masturbating. And then the next day we cut to the school where the teacher is talking about evolution and like rattlesnakes, yeah. right? They're talking yeah. about how, like how like when the kid's like, well, they just popped out that way. And she's like, well, it could have taken thousands of years or you never know. Someone could have just been a rattlesnake could have been born with the rattle. We don't know. And then Don walks in at that point and he's, she's like, this pertains to you, Don, like kind of not really. Get, but this movie is very heavy handed about oh, its yeah. messages. But at that part, though, that raises a good question, because. Are we to believe the mom passed this down or did she just mutate inside the womb because of the cooling stacks or what? I think this is yeah. a spontaneous mutil- mutilation. Mutilation. There is plenty of mutilation in this movie. This is not one of them. <laughs> um, I think this was like a fully formed spontaneous mutation in Dawn. Okay, because I wondered if the mom was sick because she had teeth inside of her oh, too or no, something. No, because like that. then Dawn would have come out all shreddy. <laughs> like Freddy Cougar. <laughs> well, later we do learn that you can control the teeth. I mean, I, f- yeah. I didn't think yeah. she could. I did not know she could control the teeth until like she basically takes like full. And after she has sex, she takes full control oh, yeah. of those teeth. Yeah, she Man, does. ladies, if you got vagina teeth, bang one out. After that, you've got fucking X-Men powers, it seems like. But um, don't I take any like life advice from us on this podcast. So, or do you? Can you guys back me up on this? Is this true? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. We have scientific proof now. I'm a doctor. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. A doctor of vagina teeth. Um, So, yeah, we cut to her basically kind of getting that conversation. But, yeah, I didn't know why the mom was sick because that comes back later on. Like, she's, like, passed out in a hallway and the the older brother doesn't pay any attention. And that comes into a whole scene. family dynamic in general is unneeded. Like, the big reveal from the family dynamic is that the brother has loved her this whole time and he didn't want his father to marry her mom because he didn't want her as his sister. Which feels quite implausible because, oh, you fell in love with her when you were three and she was two? Like, right. Because that's... It felt a little forced, kind of like, this yeah. will increase the stakes of, like, why he's so obsessed with his sister. And the thing is, like, I feel like they could have pretty much kind of kept the plot the same, but just changed the explanation a little bit, where maybe they were close as kids and then grew apart because he felt like he had these feelings for her or something like that. Um, I just kind of wonder if the original cut was that they were just brother and sister, and then someone was like, oh, no. You, we, we, we can't have it like that. That's <laughs> you can have possible. teeth and vagina, or you can have incest, but you cannot have both. <laughs> you cannot have it. You cannot have your cake and eat it too. You so. can pick one crazy thing for your movie. You can have vagina teeth. You can have incest. And then we cut to the kids going on a date to Hamilton Pool. Yeah. Or for those who don't live in Austin, it's a like a little like lagoon type thing. It's kind of a it's a grotto. It was where an underground river caved Ooh, a in. Grotto. Yeah. So it's kind of this half <laughs> cave thing. It's, it's very cool. sexy. So we have a lot to say about this because my God, this place. So this is kind of known as the hookup swim spot in this movie. Oh, yeah. And so the kids go there and they're like, oh, hey, look, a rope swing. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And this is where we see her with her warning. Sex changes everything shirt. And then um, foreshadowing. They oh, oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'm stupid as hell. Um, so, yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> 
Wow, it was right there in front of my nose the whole time. Um, so they're at the grotto, and uh, there's a rope swing. Do they swim at this point, or do they come back later? Well, no, they, they, they do do a, a double date at the pool, but then later, after she has her sexy time dream, and she's like all confused, she's like, I gotta meet you, and he speeds his Jeep there I and think, meets her alone. I think she wants to meet him because she has that, like, wedding dream she's like yeah. he's the one i'm yeah. going to because you know let's be honest we'll convince ourselves of some crazy things to get she, laid she brought her swimsuit she was ready to go oh she knew what was going down not in the sex part but like definitely the swimming part um so yeah she, she shows up it's late night swim time she was down to swim she was she was, was dts no, was daytime oh yeah, it, was it was daytime it was like it was the yeah. next day it was the next it was, day yeah, yeah it was the next day but it was maybe later a little later yeah kind of like afternoon i think because yeah. it's pretty close to nighttime yeah, when everything when goes she, down later when she's riding home on a <laughs> bike it's dark <laughs> yeah. yeah so they they go they go swimming and then there's like a waterfall with a cave behind it yeah there's a bit of a like an outcove and they say that's where the kids earlier when they all four of them were there gwen and phil God, fucking phil. phil man um <laughs> so why did they're like that's where kids go to do other things and it was like oh well, she points out a cave there's a there's a little inset cave and she's like oh is that a cave and then gwen's like oh that's where people go and do things gwen knows a lot I for being gwen. you know she was making out in that movie she knows where the hookup cave is yeah no i think she's i think gwen's undercover. Mm-hmm. i think gwen, gwen has infiltrated the promise ring people that's why she's so judgmental in the deleted scenes because she's just trying to cover up for herself oh, yeah. there is a deleted scene where she's like just being a raging jerk to don but um yeah so they she goes back and then they're swimming and don goes into the cave like she kind of climbs up in it because yeah. i guess the water's really cold well that's the thing they didn't seem cold no they didn't seem cold at all until she got into the cave and noticed that there were some sleeping bags there rando sleeping bags in a cave full of mildew you know oh. they have to unanimously be. everyone who was here watching this movie was like oh don't get in that sleeping bag don't like who knows what's you. been in that or what is on that because it's in a wet cave yeah. yeah regardless of like sex cave like you just don't want to get in a sleeping bag in a wet cave oh period. yeah because you know that the wet spots are never gonna no. Oh, our, gross. our first, <laughs> our first <laughs> album is going to be called Sex Cave. Ooh, yeah, Sex Cave by Radical Vagina. Um, I'm going to do a fake CD for this episode. Um, so yeah, well, they, we could just put the soundtrack of this movie. Oh, I, I, I want to talk about that final song. But yeah, so they get oh, in the cave. Lord. Can we get back to the <laughs> sex cave, please? Um, <laughs> Wouldn't you like that? Yes, I want this, to because this is, why this is I'm leading here. up to my favorite part of the movie. Yes, Indeed. the part where I think you actually like called me back and was like, "We're was watching like, this you, movie." Yes. Okay, so they get in the cave. She's very cold. She puts on the 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 sex sleeping bag, and then he kind of in the water is like, "I'm so cold." And the and way she's I like, just don't said come it, in here. Yeah, the way I said it <laughs> was like. <laughs> The way I said it is how they deliver it. Every line in this movie at the first half is delivered like people are like marionette puppets, like learning to talk for the first time. He's like, I'm so cold. And she's like, don't come in here. And he comes up in the cave. And hey, that's my good lady voice. All right. So I don't see y'all saying these lines. I just did. Oh, I missed it. I'm sorry. I think Dawn has a pleasingly deep voice for who, I, a yeah. person who's supposed to be a I think teenager. that's the cave. I think the cave is doing yeah, all the work. Just in general, throughout the movie, I think mm. she has a very just kind of pleasant, yeah. deep voice. Her her looks are something else. But yeah, so she's in the cave. I'm going to get this dude in this cave somehow here. So let me finish this real so quick. So is he. So, <laughs> 
So he goes up in the cave and he's like, let me get in that sleeping bag. So they get in the sleeping bag and they're covered up together. And they're kind of doing that weird, like looking at each other way too long. They want to kiss. They don't want to kiss. Well, he kisses her on the shoulder. And oh, she's, I missed she's that. into it. She, oh, oh, yeah. She should, down she's for down some, for some shoulder stuff. She's she's evidently into it, which I missed. And then at that point, he gets real handsy. Oh, he gets he goes from zero, yeah, yeah, zero to rape in like four seconds. Which comes to Garrett's favorite line. Oh, God. I haven't jerked off since Easter. As he's like on top of her, forcing himself onto her. And I'm like, dude, this is not okay. And then... Yeah, no. And then he does something and she kind of hits her head on a rock. Yeah, she falls back, hits her head on a rock, and then she's out. And at this point, he's like, well, I'm here. And I was like, dude, no, don't. And he just goes for it. She wakes up like the moment of penetration. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's like, don't worry about it. It's cool. You're still chased. Oh, God, that's right. You're still pure. He says, you're you're still still pure. pure. And then she's like, what and then she kind of starts freaking out and that's when we get the moment of truth mm. the vagina bites down on my man's you know penis vagina dentata and then he then we have a moment of what feels like three minutes long of them screaming back to back to each other they keep cutting back to back to each person's face and it's like ah, ah, ah well ah. so they also take a little time before they show you his dismembered severed front. member well, dismembered. Like, <laughs> dismembered. Did you just take the mic with that laugh? I hope so. Sorry about that, Mark. <laughs> dismembered. That's great. But yeah, so yeah, there's like this moment of like just screaming back and forth, back and forth. He's I inside feel like of her. He's not reacting enough for someone who looks down and just has no penis. I mean, your brain doesn't know how to process that, though. Your brain is not prepared for lack of dick where a dick was up until a second ago. I mean, I've, do you feel that way, Garrett? As someone who's never had their dick bit down on well, while inside of a woman. As someone with a with a dick, okay, who doesn't want to be parted from it, I'm assuming. God, I wish Mark and John were here to help answer this one. <laughs> um, I ask the tough questions. Oh, here we go. The hard hitting questions. Like I'm in the hot seat. Yes, you are. I'm sweating like the dick. I don't seat. know where I was on August 12th. Um, so My dick's on me. Where were you on Easter? More importantly, <laughs> yeah. What were you doing Look, Easter? I will say right now, I have jerked off since Easter. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I feel like you would immediately be like, okay, what the fuck like there's definitely a moment of like like you even if you've for the first time you have an idea of what should and should not be in that area well he did say that he had had sex one yeah he time. had had sex before oh did he so he knows there's not supposed to be teeth oh well then there. he should have been reacting because like way more what instantly. He said, exactly what he said was i'm still a virgin in his eyes in his eyes and i was like what does that mean yeah, no, he would react way more than that. Like, I don't care who you are. If something bites down on your dick, like, wow, we're going to get really like NC-17 in this episode. Um, even if a face is down there and someone bites down on it, you you are immediately aware of what needs to stop and what you need to change. No, but if mm-hmm. a face were down there and something bit down on it, you would be like... No, I'm saying if like a woman's going yeah, down no, on you, like, you know, you're like That's what I'm up. saying, because that would not be an necessarily unexpected thing right. to have happen because you know faces have teeth. Yeah, but even then though, you're like just from the, the, the physical aspect, you're like, uh-uh, hold up. Exactly. Like, let's, let's back this up. I feel up like that tad. would be much easier to process though. Yes, no, absolutely. But Which like, is why even his then, reaction makes no sense because he just is like, I mean, he's screaming, but it just, 
it's kind of that surreal. I, mean, I, I feel I like expect- his reaction makes more sense because yeah. I think that it wouldn't be impossible for someone to need a minute to process. Like, because that is so far outside the realm of normal reality that you're not going to process that immediately as a possible portion day could take. Right. Because we're watching a movie where we know there's going to be vagina teeth. Like we understand like, Hey, that's vagina. But True. to be fair, if that, like if I was in his shoes and that happened, I think my mind would be like, don't look at me, dude. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think I might just be like, shut down mode. Like, I'm out. Like, this is up to you at this point. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there would be a little bit more of a like a, uh, like well, kind of a bewildered, but right. But then they, so they kind of do the back and forth screaming, mm-hmm. and then they show before he, they show him, they do show a little flash of his penis. They do show a little flash of his penis. In a little like divot in the cave. It is on the ground. And I does she I guess she bites it off before he stands up. I'm or does just, he stand up and it listen, rip off? There's some controversy about how that dick got down there. Okay. The, the the important thing is the dick is on the cave floor yes. at this point. So yeah, we see him like stand up, we see his facial expression, we don't see his body. We pan down or we cut down, and there is a half a dick. Just chilling in a wet, damp pool in a fucking cave, like stick, like as do. as a dick does, and then we cut up to him and his like he's holding his crotch area and his blood everywhere. Oh yeah, and I guess what does he back out of the cave? We don't know. It's, okay, he it, just kind of disappears. Okay, I wasn't sure because the I whole, thought he jumped like jumped back in the water and was like peacing out. That's I feel like I, I remember. Did we that, fill in the blanks on that or did he I actually think we do filled that? in the blanks on that? That's the, very possible. Yeah, yeah, it was totally crazy. But yeah, he we just, all were like, where did he go? <laughs> Yeah, he jumps in that water, and we don't see him again. And then she has to process. She's freaking out in that cave. She leaves. She goes home. She walks in the house very zombie-like. And then you can tell like she like wants to go talk to her mom about it. But instead, she like turns and goes to her room and gets in the shower. And she hears her boyfriend like arguing, or not her boyfriend, her brother arguing with his girlfriend. And she's just having like a moment where she's just not processing well, properly. and there's this like music playing while she's oh standing yeah there's in the like shower. this hymn playing but oh then yeah it it's like very churchy abruptly well she doesn't feel pure anymore oh so she doesn't hear the dulcet tones of Damn, i missed Jesus. most of the i missed most of the like themes of this movie <laughs> i was i was man. more distracted by vagina teeth so as you should be it's terrifying. It's the scariest movie I've ever seen, you guys. Um, so <laughs> we we then cut back to her, like, I guess we cut back to the car where they're going to the next purity meeting. Yes. And it's the two friends, Phil and Gwen. Gwen. Fucking Phil. And then <laughs> we cut to them and they're like, too bad Toby isn't here. We know he wanted to come. And she's like, you talked to Toby? And he's like, oh, yeah, a couple days ago. And she's like, like oh. oh. And she goes back into her own little, like, stare off into the distance, 40 mile stare, whatever, 40 yard stare, 40 mile stare. That's like an X-Men power. So 40 yard stare. Um, I feel like if your <laughs> vagina bit off a dick, you can stare about 40 miles. Wow. I'm learning so much about vagina today. Good. So I told you. She goes to the purity meeting and she's lost it. She's all like, I'm not pure anymore. I don't know what you guys are doing. This is crazy. And then like the kids and the, the, the teenagers are like chanting like, Adam is the serpent, blah, blah, right, blah. It's very cult like. Is that it? Is, is it the Adam inside? Uh, inside? I don't know. I don't know. But there is something. There is something 
inside of me that's lethal. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's unprompted. Quite unsettling. Yeah. Very cold. Like, I actually thought, like, I was like, is this part of a cult? Like, I didn't know if that was a, that's why I asked it as a real thing, because I thought that was like well, part of a cult. And at this point, she seems like a real person and they don't seem like real people. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I think, where that really pivots hard. I wish I could see my face because you keep saying these things and I'm like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Like, this movie actually, like, is really fucking deep, kind of. Like, there's a lot of thought I put told into you, these it shots. Is, it's a well-crafted movie. All right, I'm coming around, all right? I'm, I'm, I'm starting to understand. We're going to make you love this. Oh, my this. God. Guys, come back. I need... One of us. One <laughs> of us. I need men One in the studio. <laughs> I need an adult. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she is just completely detached from this group now. And then there's a dance going on immediately afterwards. Because I guess you get to dance after these right. things. Right, and it seems dark. Like, the whole gym is dark and there's some, like... Well, I think it's just a dance. Lighting. But, but when she goes outside, it's bright. It's still the afternoon. Yeah, oh, it's so it? jarring. Yeah, yeah, because... Um, oh, that's right, because her friend... Ryan. So the guy Ryan that has a crush on her. Okay, he does have a crush on her. He does. Because in the beginning, he tries to talk to her and he His buddy's fails. all like, yeah, you're not going to talk to her. And he's like, I'm going to talk to her. And then like he doesn't. Yeah. Do and so she's just like, do you have a car? Yeah. And then he gives her a ride home. Yeah. She's immediately like, let's go. And he's like, all right. Like, he's like, I was like, I don't know what he thought was going to happen. But just if someone asks you for a ride home, you're not in, bro. You got a lot of work right. to do. But yeah, he gives her a ride home and then he pulls up to the house. And then and she does the smoothest. Oh, thing. such a player. This is why he is. JB smooth level smooth. Oh, he whips out a business card, like flips that shit up like a used car salesman. He's like, here's my card. Give me a call if you well, need anything. he asks anything. her out. He's like, do you want to go out sometime? Do you want to go on a date? And then he gives her the card. And she's just like. She wants to laugh. She wants to laugh. And she goes, huh, that's funny. And then she gets out of the car and then walks into the house. And then he's driving off in typical, like, dejected guy fashion. He's like, it's not funny. I don't know what she thinks is so funny. And he turns the fuck around and goes back to her house. So what he didn't see is she didn't go into her house. She hopped right on her bike and takes off, which this is leading to possibly my two favorite scenes in the (laughs) movie. That's right. She doesn't go inside because the because when the the. What's that dude's name? Brad. Um, Brad. The the boyfriend? Oh, no, the that's Ryan. 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 Ryan, okay, Ryan is the friend. Brad's the brother. Okay. Yeah, so Brad. Brad's... Oh, he's a piece of work. So Ryan goes back up to the house, and he's like, it's not funny. He starts knocking on the door like, bam, 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 bam. Like, Ringing the doorbell. Like, just like, she's going to answer, and I'm going to like find out what she meant by that's funny. Brad opens the door, just... Totally like, you know, just stereotypical, like, what do you want? Get the hell off my property. Get off my property. Hey, Brad. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> And then Brad just decks him. Like, it's the like, it's yeah. the most brutal well, meat cute Well, he goes, get ever. off my property. And then he punches him just square. Knocks him to the fucking ground. And oh. Ryan's... Oh. reaction to this punch is one of the funniest things he I've ever seen. He does actor. like a full 360, collapses in the his most Looney Tunes way I've ever seen. If he put the back of his hand to his head and like, ah, and fell, oh. I would have been like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like yeah. he played it off that, that crazy. Perfect. But yeah, and then there the, should have been like a chaise to catch him because oh. of the way he. <laughs> that's where I wanted a strange like sound moment because every other part of this movie <laughs> would have a strange sound moment. That, oh man, yeah, though it was this. 
it was so great. And it happened so quick. You didn't expect it to play out that way. It was fantastic. I wish they would have cut back to Brad, like looking down or saying something or being like just a little extra smarmy over him. He just turns around and walks away. He turns around and walks away. And then we cut to arguably the the greatest scene in this movie. The best. Don has gone back to the grotto, the lagoon. It's nighttime now. It is nighttime. And there are divers there are no it's no it's before that because we missed the crab no don't, don't oh. say anything about the crab yet oh is that we the part we don't talk about the crab man no okay. because she, she rides the, the bike she sees the crab after she sees them pulling the body out yeah right? oh that yeah, she goes right. back to the cave okay she because she goes, then because she swims in in her clothes his, his wee little willy is still in its <laughs> divot but there's a little crab. There's a fucking crab. And it looks like that it crab. It really looks like this crab is packing. So <laughs> The way they frame it, it looks like the crab has like the severed dick in front of him. It's like, hey, what's up, toots? Like, hey, crab. This shot is amazing. This crab is like, it's just sitting just like full He moves around frontal. it. He starts at the side and he works his way to the back and it looks like his dick. It is disturbing because we just saw... Um, Toby's dead body pulled out of the fucking water, which we guess we never, he never made it. He sunk right. straight to the bottom. I don't know why he sank so quick. Well, but I mean, like he it, said, dicks are buoyancy. the source of men's buoyancy. Yeah. That's just science. Yes. That's, I mean, I can't Again, argue with that. Doctor and scientist. <laughs> doctor right and scientist. Okay. Um, learning so much, so much. But yes, we watch a dead body pulled out. Then we see a crab with a giant dick. Well, for a crab. For a crab uh, with a yeah, giant for dick. A crab. I mean, you know. I mean, the dick is bigger than the crab. So. I've seen some regular sized dick crabs, but I'm saying this one was well, pretty endowed. To be yeah. fair, it wasn't and his dick, though. This crab could have done crab porn. That's, oh, absolutely. <laughs> she leaves and she goes home at this point. So she goes to the gynecologist. And it's played by Josh Pace or Pace. I can't remember how to play it. But he looks like like the knockoff Ben Stiller. You've seen him in tons of stuff. It's a, he's actually like a really good actor. I enjoy him a lot of what he does. But he is. Like, she's there to see a gynecologist. She sits on this table, and he's like, okay, put your feet on little Mr. Saki, and then put your feet on other Mr. Saki. And it's like little socks on these, like, nubs. They do do that at the gynecologist. Yeah, they put socks on the stirrups to oh, help yeah. keep your feet warm. Oh, okay, that's yeah. fair. I mean, that makes sense. But then he's like, scoot down, scoot down. Now, and then he starts in- inspecting her and stuff like that and doing the, I'm assuming, the normal gynecologist thing. No. Okay, I have a question, because he is, like, four inches Face to vagina. Oh, and that he's part's having a con- that part is he's having a conversation. They talk to you that oh, close. Yes. Oh, definitely. Like face to face. So your or face butt to vagina is right at the edge of that table, if not hanging over a little bit. Yeah, your butt is like kind of hanging over the edge of the table, and they are all up in your boobs. Oh. But do they talk to you? Like, just have yeah, conversations yeah. with you? Just you just have a chat with them, and they do. They do. Start with a speculum, usually. Well, yeah, no, I, I know that's a thing, and I understand. Like, but I, he like kind of inserts it. And then pulls it out and puts it somewhere. He takes off one of his gloves. Like Bad creeper, sign. Creepy. Well, when he's having that conversation, like he's always like, you're going through womanhood. Everything looks really fine down well, here. So at first he's like, let me guess. You're here for birth control. Yeah, of course. And she's like, no, I just want to make sure there are no mutations. She said adaptions. Adaptions. Adaptations. Adaptations. Were there any adoptions down there? No, it's adaptations. And which was automatically like a red flag number one. Right. But he doesn't seem to blink. Oh, no. He seems like, okay, adaptations, let's check. And then he gets down there. He's like, scoot down, scoot down, scoot down. You guys are both like. Most realistic. You're like, oh, that's, that's correct. And I'm like. You have never scooted far enough at the gynecologist. <laughs> Thank goodness they have moved to plastic speculums. All our male listeners, what? pay attention. 
So he's having a conversation way too close to her vagina. And then he's like, or correction, a realistic distance from her vagina. Normal closeness to the vagina. All right. Garrett. Okay. My bad. I'm sorry. Get up in there, man. Mark, John, come back. I need help. Um, So, He's like, he's being real kind of creepy at this point, or is that normal behavior? No, like that no, of, that's okay. where it pivots. When he takes well, the there glove would never off, be no, a male doctor alone with a patient. Okay, I was about to ask about a that. I was like, would do always... women just trust male gynecologists to like solo that shit oh, in a no. room? Even, even a female gynecologist will have a nurse in the room. And no offense to any gynecologist doctors out there that are male. Like, I'm sure you guys are hopefully all above board and like completely like professional and stuff like that. But I didn't know if that was something that like would normally be like just by ourselves in the well, room. I don't know because I, well, I've only ever been to a female gynecologist and I've never had anyone else present in the room. I have. Hmm. So I think it just depends. Is it on optional, like doctor. by request? I didn't I request well, extra people to look at my vagina, but you know, he takes his glove off, which immediately I was like, and, "That's wrong." And slathers his hand with lube, four fingers. Oh, and just, just and he it. says, "Let's test how flexible you are." Is that a real test? No. no. Okay, good, good. I was like, "That's fucking weird." I was like, "Dude, if you guys are testing elasticity in the office, I was like, there's." You don't need to know that. Listen, can I bounce a quarter off this thing? Because if not. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, he he just goes hand deep. Oh, and she is not liking it. No, no. You, she is obviously deeply distressed, as she should be in a situation like that. And then as if instinct to protect oneself, the teeth bite down. Oh, yeah. And they bite hard because he is locked in there like fucking Chinese finger traps. Oh, this scene he's is trying to shake her off. This scene is a work of art because he is like thrashing around trying to get his arm back. She is thrashing around on the table. They're going back and forth. It's just like tug of war with his eyes palm deep in her like his hand is like palm deep in her. And she's like he's stuck and she's like kicking him in the face with her feet. And and we get another beautiful back and forth uh, like two shot scream, 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 scream. And it's it's even more comical. There's pauses between the screams. This is the point where I was like, okay, we're getting into fun territory here. Like fun. You can only watch one scene from this movie. It's this scene. I'm going to say crab dick. I'm going to. Oh, man. I mean, as much as I love crab dick. It's got to be this scene. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is this is a great moment, though. And then, like, I guess, like, with enough force or with enough, like, you know, clamp down, the fingers come off. He's got no fingers now oh, except for a thumb. She hops up off the exam table, and then it cuts to the floor, and you just see a trail of fingers behind her. One, two, three, four. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, so you see the four fingers on the floor, and then she hauls ass out of there in the gown. While the doctor lays on the floor... Oh. Staring at his stump of finger where his missing fingers Screaming. are. Screaming. Vagina dentata. It's not a myth. It's not a myth. <laughs> It's true. Like, he yells it as if, like, Eureka, we have the proof we finally wanted. And it was like, holy shit. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something about this. Because one of the next scenes after that is we cut to, she goes back home, and that's when she finds her mom passed out on the floor. But Can we'll I get say to something about the doctor's office scene before we yes. leave the doctor's office? Because I feel like the, two, the most realistic and the most unrealistic aspects of this movie are right back to back. First most realistic aspect 
scooching at the gynecologist. You're never close enough to the end of the table. Most unrealistic aspect. The back of the gown was closed. Her oh, yeah. ass would be out in the breeze. That just seems like you just ask for an extra robe. No, they do not give it to you. No, they wow. give you a open backed gown and then like a it's bed usually sheet. made of some kind of weird paper. Yeah, it's very papery. And then they like give you like a kind of a sheet to cover your legs. Why up do you put up with this? Why don't you as like as women just the basically like we're not going to do this anymore of our vaginas? No, but I'm saying like, why don't you demand better like gynecologist robes and maybe seats that have well, better? Well, no, like, with the robes, the idea the back has to be open so they can take your titty out real easy. Yeah, oh. no, the, there's a lot. There's 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 all over action. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> Front, move back the fuck side up. side. <laughs> I'm gonna move on from this real quick before I get to no more than I need to. Um, so uncomfortable right now. Um, <laughs> Mark, John, come back. It's magical, you guys. So we basically are about to... We are about to cut... I'm so embarrassed here. (laughs) Um, So we cut back to the house, but I think... I can't remember before or after. We cut to the coroner's office. And the body of Toby is now in the corner. And the coroner is like, what's the damnedest thing? We found these teeth. And they look like lamprey shark teeth. Yeah. And he explains that. He's like, these are like shark teeth. They're like lamprey eels and blah, blah, Now, I thought when they said vagina teeth, we were talking like like human mouth chompers. Like it has molars and yes. like incisors. I was thinking like, like, if, like, uh, like if, if you spread your vagina, it's just like a smile. These, like I thought it was like that. These teeth were made for chomping. Yeah. These are like sharp fucking like monster spikes. You know what I'm envisioning? If you've ever seen a picture of the inside of a sea turtle's mouth. Yeah. 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 Wow. What the hell do you guys Google? Uh, I recommend you look into it. Get on our level. I'm I'm pretty scared to look into it. But anyway, he like he points at these teeth and they are not like human teeth. So like they look like, you know, like eel shark teeth. And he's like, but they're human. That's so weird. And then we cut back to her walking in her house. And I thought it was really interesting because I thought the teeth were like not that sharp. But now once I see it, I was like, oh, you can totally fucking bite a dick off with those like fingers like razors yeah it's just they're gone so um we cut back to the house she comes in her mom is like passed out on the floor in the hallway and she goes mom mom are you okay and then you like she yells for help she yells for help and then you in the background you see her like go down to the floor to like help her mom and in the background is like her brother brad just fucking his girlfriend like with the the door open with the door open like just fucking in front of his mom and you find out later he does that because he thought it was funny to like listen to his mom like scream and like, you know, cry for help and him not like do anything about it. Because, again, he's got real animosity towards women because he never worked out his shit or never got therapy for his stuff. But um, she has to go to the hospital. The mom yeah. goes into the hospital at this point. And then it kind of smash cuts to her waking up in the hospital. On top of her dad's, with her dad's, lap. dad's lap. Yeah. And, and he then, tells her to go home. So, yeah, as you guys say, she wakes up in the hospital and the dad's like, you got to go home. Like, we just, you don't need to be here. So, she goes home and then I guess she runs into Brad at this point? Like, is that the point? The older brother? She walks into the house and um, she, like, just gets this disgusted look on her face. You can hear the music and you can hear Brad, like, either yelling at his girlfriend or something. Yeah, their relationship's not good, which is no surprise there. right. And this poor woman, his his girlfriend is kind of a, I don't know, non-entity character in this movie, right. but she seems like a perfectly okay person. The only reason she's in the movie is so that you understand that he's super afraid of vagina. Super afraid of vagina and very, like, mean, mean and to, women. to women. Yeah. 
and like in every aspect. She goes to have a conversation with her brother. She's like, I want to talk to you about, you know, your relationship with your girlfriend. Oh, that's right. She does talk to him. And he confesses that basically he wants to have sex with her and he thinks that she's been saving herself for him. Oh, yeah. Dude, that was so gross the way so he said gross. it too. Like he didn't even like say it like, like, oh, I know what's up. You know, it was just like, what's up, girl? I know what's up. And it's like, yeah. Why don't you come sit your cute ass down? Yeah. You can only say that in certain situations and that's not one of them Mm-mm. ever. Nope. But yeah, so she's like gross the fuck out. She like leaves the house. She goes and knocks on a garage, which is Ryan, the guy with the business card who got punched in the face by Brad's. And she's in hysterics at this point. Yeah. She's, she's gone. Melting down. And fuck Ryan for taking advantage of this situation. No kidding. He really like, he brings her inside and he's like, don't worry about it. It's okay. And then he immediately closes the garage. I was like, if you have a hysterical woman in your thing, leave the door open just in case, you know, like just in case someone's like, why is a girl crying in your room? Also you're like, go check it out. Either one of you might need an escape route because she comes in saying, I've, I need to confess to the police. Oh yeah. yeah. I killed, like I killed them, blah, blah, blah. And I was one, like, maybe two. Yeah. She goes one, maybe two. And I was like, Whoa, how do you not know? Like, like one and a half. I was like, well, sweet. the doctor, she didn't know if he died from his finger injuries. That's true. That's true. You don't know. She did not stick around to find out. Mm-mm. No, but uh, when you're <laughs> a victim, and you make someone become a victim, check on your victim. The cycle repeats itself. It's so sad. Mm. But yeah, she goes into uh, Ryan's garage, completely in hysterics, like needing, like, she's like, I have nowhere to go, no one to, like, be there for me because her mom's in the hospital, dad's there, brother's fucking garbage town, Toby's dead. I mean, we know this for Good a fact riddance. now. And fucking Phil and Gwen, who the fuck knows where they are at this point? Fucking, Gwen. fucking Phil. Um, so at this point, Ryan's like, well, come in. I'll take care of you. He puts her in a bath and then brings her like a Xanax or a Valium or something. My mom takes these to calm down. And I was like, and she just holds her hand up. She's like, all right, fine. Fuck it. Give me random pill. And it was like, I mean, granted, she's maybe not in a mind frame where she's all like, I think I would also go. I would absolutely accept the random pill. I feel like that's one of the, we would all take the red pill. Let's be honest. So she's, and it's a great shot of her like head just barely above, like kind of the bubble bath. It's the cover art. Yeah. Oh Yeah. That was pretty good in unison. I like that. No. So, yeah, it's a great shot. But then she gets out. And what's the first thing he says? Like, um, he's like, she's like, I have to go to the cops. And he's like, no, they may make you a little groggy. Like, yeah, the, he the immediately pill, those pills knew. might make you a little groggy. Yeah, he's like, you know, go tomorrow. Like, right you now. You want to be your best. Yeah. He knew that this shit oh, was going to Oh, he lit a bunch of up. candles. Oh, he had some a million candles. jazz playing. Like, fucking Bed Bath & Beyond. This guy's got, a, like, a fucking frequent flyer oh, card for that, that place. Oh, he got that coupon. <laughs> so that 20% he's off. He's getting that 50% off. 20% off your whole, whole purchase. That is not a single item. king of coupons, you guys. <laughs> the, king, the king of coupons. Um... Hold yes. on to it. Treasure it. He's got this. He's got champagne, flowers. Ooh. Like he was like, I have a hysteric woman that I just drugged in a bathtub. Now's the time. Get down. You realize later that he has a bet to see who could sleep with her first. Well, but let's just say that, you know, he's got. Because at this point, we don't know that. And he fear. honestly seems like not it, totally creepy. Yeah. No, Obviously. no, no, no. I was like, this is well, 100% so at creepy. at first I was like, oh, look, he's roofing her. Like, yay, another rapist. But then he was kind of like... When he was lighting all the like, candles and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, this guy is just in over his head, and he obviously has a big crush on this girl, and he is... 
obviously doing something crazy and not right, but I don't know if he knows that he's not doing something right. You don't think it was super malicious at the time? It didn't seem malicious at the time. Just maybe just completely like, you know, just dumb about how it's Completely inept, but maybe not malicious. Yeah, big word. I like them. Um, That's five letters. (laughs) (laughs) Look, the meaning's what's important. It's not the amount of letters, it's how you use it, okay? So, um, yes, <laughs> back to creepy Ryan in the garage. Yeah, so he gets her into his bed. And yeah, he like lays her down. And then, oh, also she's like drugged and she's still like crazy. And she's like, no, you don't understand. And he's like, come here. And he like gives her a kiss. And she's like, no, you can't. I killed him. You killed someone? Almost two. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. But I mean, you? Didn't taught. What? It's Latin for teeth. Vagina, that. Uh, yeah, I know what that is. I'm not following you. Oh. What again? Vagina dentata. It's what's inside me. The doctor said so. A hero has to come and conquer them. That's what they say. Ooh. Ancient Greeks and Egyptians and early Christians and Jews and Polynesians and lots of Native Americans. I feel like he did some Googling while she was in the bath because he seemed to know that he needed to be the hero. Well, no, she, no, was, she, she was babbling. When she came she was babbling in. like okay. the story. She read like, about some I've different got, like myths from around okay. the world. Yeah, she's like, I'm cursed with. The, the, the dentata, like, like until my hero comes and like beats me, like, so he's like, oh, cause that's why when he like is getting down with her, he's like, yeah, I'm your hero. And she's like, really? And then like, she lets him just put it straight in at that point. And I was like, well, here we go. Dick part two, like this shit's coming off. No, they full on have sex. Now, is that because yeah. of the drugs or is that because she wanted no, him to? No, cause she's into it. Cause she was, she was into it. She was not being raped. Okay, I wondered about that. I was like, I was like, why is she not reacting and biting this dick off? This dude is clearly taking advantages, but I guess because she was like, oh yeah, I'm cool. He's my hero. Let's give it a shot. But it's also like, you know, previously, like when the doctor assaults her, she, her vagina doesn't fight back until she knows something is wrong. Yeah, until she's uh, uncomfortable. Okay. So she, because yeah. she was not like on the defensive. So it's a defense mechanism. Yeah. yeah. It is like crazy. Like they just have a full on sex scene. Yeah. And it, it's so it's so tense, though, because you sit there the whole time yeah. going like that dick's coming off any minute. It never does. No. And then they finish and she's the next scene. She's standing in front of the mirror. Looking topless, topless looking kind of looking topless, topless. Looking, you don't look topless. topless. You are. In yeah. The okay. Mirror. It could be both. <laughs> But yeah, so she's... And it's as if she's looking at herself for the first time. Yeah, and it's actually, I think, quite a nice scene because it's like just her by herself looking in the mirror, looking at her body, and she's... You know, you it's like a shot from the waist up and she's topless. And it's just, I so don't know, I she will, just looks like she's admiring her body and enjoying her body for the first as time. As someone who loves seeing a good naked lady in a horror movie, all right? Never get tired of it. This was really weird because I was like, oh, she's naked. Like, all right, here we go. And in every horror movie, most horror movies at this point, it's like, oh, you're here to basically be a sex object or to basically like prove a point of something like that. You're right. And this, when she was standing there, I was like, like I didn't think like, hey, what's up, girl? It was like more like, Okay, she finally gets it. She's like confident in herself. Like well, it was when you kind of realize that you hadn't seen any female nudity yet. I, like, I didn't realize that until well, like, but until you guys pointed it out. But yeah, it was just one of those. I was like, it wasn't sexual. Right. It was very like, like, all right, 
I see who I am. And that's really interesting. Like, cause like as a male who normally just instantly is like, Oh, Hey, look, naked lady, you know, like it was like, wow, you really did a good job of filming that because I got that point. Well, she at was the time. well lit. It was, it was well acted yeah. too. I thought she, she, was, she was, was touching herself kind yeah. of provocatively, but you didn't get it as like, like, in a, in a, it wasn't performative at all. Yes, right. exactly. It was very much like, okay, cool. I'm confident and happy with who I am. Like it was just, you're right. Like she saw herself for the first time, but it was so weird because even from a male perspective, it was just like, this is not sexual. This mm-hmm. is just very like empowering. So, um, but yeah, so at that point it immediately turns though, because. Well, so she comes out of the, the restroom and, and now she's completely wrapped in a towel. She's wrapped in a towel, but then she even like, she has her kind of arm over her chest. She's covering her breast, but she turns around and she puts a shirt on. Mm-hmm. She puts, she starts putting her clothing on. She feels like she needs to go to the cops. She makes a comment and he's like being playful and kind of like, is, yeah. yeah. And so she's like, okay, she's feeling it. He's she, like, you can leave or you can, you know, and he kind of like, like yeah, he pulls, out, he pulls out the vibrator. Oh, oh yeah, little he's finger finger that dude was way too prepared in that garage. Right. But you can never be too prepared. So, and she's like, "Well, all right, let's do this." She's into it. Yeah, she's having a great. She starts time. fucking him again, and I'm like, "Here we go. Here's the dick." But it's kind of different this time because she, again, she's clothed again, and she's on top. She's kind of, and they're sitting. She's much more dominant in the, yeah. the situation. Yes, and she's having a good time. Yeah, and there's no. She's and the thing is, fun. I was like, I was like, any moment we're biting down the dick. And no, it's not until she realizes his that phone starts ringing. He answers the phone and he's all like, yeah, bro, right now. I'm say serious. Something. Say something. And she like says, no. What? And he's like, well, and that's her. And he hangs up and she's like, what the fuck was well, that and about? That's why, like, I feel like her acting really like versus the beginning, because she you can see the emotion on her face because she's having she goes from having a great time and really feeling it to being like, what the hell? Like, she actually is acting at this point. Yeah, I feel like this actress is really impressive because her face is very expressive and without even saying anything, she can totally turn the emotions of a scene just on a dime. Well, and at that very moment, you can kind of tell like she she kind of figures out that she can control her superpower. Yeah, she can control it. And she's not happy with the way that he's because he's just like he wants to keep going. He doesn't. Oh really? Yeah. And he thinks Get that she's gonna she's, be cool with yeah. it. He was like, he was like, like I made a bet that I'd be able to like date you and like fuck you. And he's then, like, your 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 mouth says one thing, but your pussy says another. Your sweet, your pussy. sweet pussy. And I was like, oh boy, here we go. And her like, this is sweet not pussy go. clamps down. Fuck yeah, like a fucking clash. Like his face tells all his his face says one thing, but his sweet dick says another. His thing. blue dick. Oh, oh my god! Condom covered dick. He okay. So that was hilarious because she gets up and she stands there and he looks down and we get a full. This sh- is gruesome. We finally see a shot of like a missing dick and the blood spurt and the tubage and everything. Oh yeah. And it is like it's full a series gore. of tubes. It is very um, unexpectedly bloody and gross and then he's like where'd it go and then she's fucking no that's later on that's later it's it's on the floor yeah it's on the floor and they show a shot of it and i forgot that he put on a blue condom and i was like oh my god it's blue already what happened already and then i was like oh wait he put the condom on (laughs) so but i was like wow that was really quick i was like i wonder how fast it turns blue when you cut it off 
Um, but then, yeah, he's like freaking the but fuck the out. Look, then the I'm look sorry. on her face as she's walking out of that garage is like, I Empowered. can't believe these motherfuckers. Yes. And then as soon as she leaves, he's like laying in bed, bleeding out of his yeah. dick zone. And he reaches above him. Welcome. To hits the, the intercom zone. button and is like. Mom? You can't place this movie in time. If they didn't have cell phones, this very well could have been placed in like the 70s. That's true. And and the cell phone's very old cell phone. It's, oh, like, yeah. a flip phone. Well, it's like a fucking early yeah. flip phone, which I guess is around the time. It was I wonder around the early if it 2000s. was filmed in like 2003. And shopped that, around for yeah. a couple of years or something like that. That's that's likely. Because, um, yeah, it does have a very it does have a very ambiguous time feel to it. The costuming, too. And the, the, the cooling towers. And the neighborhood also seemed very 70s, yes. very early 80s. And I was like, oh, but yeah, no, I never really noticed that. But yeah, it's very not time specific other than those 99 cent Sundays banana splits that are available at that Sonic well, drive through Junior. <laughs> and I feel like splits. a lot of the cars we see are like very 90s and early 2000s cars. Like when yeah, he drives Jeeps. her home, it's like in his mom's Ford Explorer. <laughs> So, yeah, she leaves and she's got this very kind of like, like you guys said, this very confident kind of like these motherfuckers, like, like at this point she gets, she gets how the game is played. Yeah. Like she starts, she's wised up. She goes to the hospital and the nurse is like, oh, or you're the daughter. And then it smashes to you find out the Brad in, a coma in his or whatever. room. Yet again, I, I just, I don't think he ever really leaves that room and his girlfriend never really Except leaves that the door. Right. Yeah. But, um. They the father's like sits on the end of the bed. Oh, this is the confrontation yeah. scene between the yeah. dad and um the the son, Brad. Yeah, because oh, he asks the girlfriend if she she can leave the room for privacy, and she just crawls under the blankets. Yeah, that was the greatest <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, okay, that, okay, I guess that works. But yeah, the dad comes in, and this is uh, Brad's biological dad, yes. who marries into that relationship with the the future sister and uh, stepsister and uh, Dawn. Yeah, he sits down and he's all like, because at this point, the doctors know because she laid on that floor without getting help. She's in a coma or she's got something like she's dead. You think she's dead? dead. Yeah, I think she's dead because like she was laying in the bed. She didn't have anything hooked up to her. The daughter is just laying on her, just weeping. But it wasn't attached to her. Oh, and the nurse was crying. Oh, I didn't know it was a nurse. So, okay, so the mom died. Yeah. And at this point, the dad goes back to the house and he's like, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like to Brad. And Brad's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you got to get the fuck out. And he's all like, no. Like, and they had this whole confrontation where at this point, does he admit that he's in Not love? Yet. So they fight. They fight. Yeah. And the they're dog this- gets free from his kennel and attacks the dad and kind of keeps him pinned. Yeah. Like bites him in the neck, but not like. Not for the Grievously, kill. but right. it's like standing on his chest, like keeping and him on the floor. Holding him down. Yeah. And that's when like. Yeah, he's like he's like Brad's like you married into her. You made you know, her my sister. You made her my sister. Like the he thinks that it's about the mom. The dad thinks it's about the mom, and he's like Brad starts talking about the sister, and he's like, oh god, you know she loves you, right? Like, and he's like, and that's when he stops because as opposed to thinking it as like a brotherly sisterly love, he's like, oh, she loves oh. me, and he thinks I'm in, and he tells the dog to get off the dad. At this point. The dad and the girlfriend who just watched this whole thing play out and didn't say or do anything, you know, step it up, lady. But um, they're at the hospital. They're at the hospital when Don finally gets there after leaving Ryan's place. And Don's like, what's going on? And the dad's like, oh, hey, you know, this happened. He shows the neck. And then the girlfriend's like, 
I'm so sorry to hear what happened. He thinks it's funny. He thought it was funny to listen to her scream and like cry on the and floor. And she was like, he said that she did that all the time. And the the girlfriend, Brad's girlfriend at this point is like, sorry for her part that she had to play in it. Yeah. And it's clearly like, I did not know. I'm sorry to hear this. And she's kind of like distanced herself from Brad. And it doesn't seem like the family has any lingering animosity toward the girlfriend. Right. They're just like, again, non-character. Yeah. yeah. She's there for very minimal purposes. At this point, Dawn has a plan. She pissed. She. It is time to get revenge for what Brad has done for all this time. She's going to get back at him using her sexuality. She puts on a pretty virginal white dress. It looks like a fucking dress. like, like you would see it in like a 70s like camp movie. Again, like it's that camp place that in time. Yeah. Then she goes in and Brad's like laying on his bed. Brad doesn't like fucking leave that room unless he absolutely has to. Can you imagine what it must smell like in there? Oh, a fucking awful. Like dog bong rips and farts probably. (laughs) It's so. Butt sex. You know he's never done fucking laundry either. So, but uh, she sits down on the bed and he's like, hey. And then she starts like caressing his chest and he's like, is this finally happening? And then, like, I guess, like, starts rubbing his dick. And she then gets she, on top of him. Yeah, she gets on top of him. And he's like, finally, let's go. And then as she's about to fuck him, he tries to flip her over to fuck her in the ass. Because, again, he's got his thing. And she's like, no, no, that's not what we're doing. And you can tell he's now having to face his, like, fear with her about vagina. But he's going to go for it. He does. And he does. He goes for it. And bada bing, bada boom. Not quite yet. So he looks at his finger because he is holding it by her face. Before you say this, let me say when he explained to the girlfriend about his finger, because early in the movie, the girlfriend's like, what happened to your finger? He was like, oh, I don't know. I think she bit it. it. She's like, who? She's like, my sister. So he thinks that his finger is bit open because the sister bit it with her mouth. No one's ever said anything to the contrary. I don't know if anybody else knows to the contrary. Nobody knows. So, yeah. and so like, yes, back to what you were saying. Yeah. So he's got his hand in front of her mouth and her, her mouth is open a little and you can see her teeth and he has a flashback to when they're in the pool and his fingers bleeding and he looks and he can see her teeth. And so then he realizes, oh, wait, she didn't bite me with her mouth. And he gets this look and he stops dead and she looks him in the eyes. Yeah. And it's very reminiscent of the look the little kid gave the brother back when they were yes. in the kiddie pool and boom bite chomp chompa chompa and he is he reacts the way i think you would oh, react absolutely. Knowing, knowing about what's going to happen like knowing what's going down because he knows what's going to happen the instant before it happens yes. it's like he realizes why he has been so afraid of vagina yes it would, which is weird, though, because they really subtly play that whole, like, he thought it was the mouth as opposed to the vagina this whole time. Like, he really didn't remember. Yeah. They don't really play that up until at this point when he, like, has that realization. And it's like, oh, shit, dude. I like, do enjoy how up. subtle it is. Because, yeah. like, they never they hit this too hard. Right. They not, like, they let you put some pieces together. They let that movie. character go extreme and heavy with his acting on everything but that. And yeah. that's what made it more impactful. Because, like, it was like, oh, you missed this. Like, it was like, damn, dude. But um, and yeah. then we get a beautiful shot, which I think is because you see, you know, so many like she gets TNA up. movies where the cover art is like a woman with her like legs apart from the back and you can only see her from the ass down. Mm-hmm. We basically get a shot like that. But you see her dress like mm-hmm. you see her legs and you can tell 
but then you just see her, her dress is pulled up maybe a little. Yeah, yeah but you like, up. yeah, you see legs, and the you see dress. kind of coming through from the window. And you can kind of see Brad in the background right. between her legs on the bed, like staring at her, like holding his crotch, and like what the fuck? And then as if a gift from heaven, plop, boop, little dick just falls on the ground. With a big old ring in it. Yeah, like almost like an excessive, like it's not picking up on film, put a bigger ring in it. Right. Yeah, that's like, an implausible dick ring. You're not getting that inside a woman without a little bit of trouble. A, a oh, ring especially that and it was oh. so thin too. It was so thin. I was like, come on, man, that's a tiny ass little ring. But um, it's like the size, of like a, it's like a hoop earring. Large circumference, small gauge. There you yeah. go. There you go. So at this point, <laughs> now we're really not... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Mark John come back um, So at this point the dog The Rottweiler gets out And he's like no 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 don't do it She's just standing there staring at Brad like This is happening motherfucker Yeah, I mean the initially just, she thinks that the dog might be going after her She looks like when the dog gets out of its crate She looks like a little bit fearful But then it's immediately apparent That the dog is not going the for The dog her. respects an alpha predator mm-hmm. I'm just saying Yeah, The dog Fucking gobbles up the dick, well, starts so the chewing dog it up, puts just it picks it up, and then oh. stands beside her. Yeah, like and sits looks at and Brad. Looks at him like, and yeah. Brad and so goes, pathetically no, says, "Drop it." Drop and it. he goes, Help. "The dog just starts chewing it up," and you're like, "Well, it's gone now, my dude." And then the dog, nope, spits out the tip with a ring in it. Just so the there's just the tip, just landing on the ground. Brad is. Like bloody crotch, holding a blanket, like the sheet over it. It's just a mess. It's almost like he reverts back to childhood, though, because he's like, "Don't leave me." Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "Wow, that's a really good point." He does. This movie actually is really well done. Like, the more you think about it, the more you see the things that like you can miss a lot of these things. But when you start thinking, about it, I was like, "Wow, they put a lot of work into this." So, all right, way to go, Teeth. You've turned me around. <laughs> but um, I enjoyed the movie quite a bit. But yeah, he he's basically gone at this point. We don't see him again. She takes off on her bike. Yeah. And I thought we were going to have like a fucking Bruce Banner, Incredible Hulk moment where she's just hitchhiking down there. Like she stops her bike, leaves it there for some reason, starts hitchhiking. Her tire tire is flat. Her tire broke. As a bike rider, that tire was not flat. Okay. That was just No, but when she was spinning it, it it was was, all like, whoa, 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 I don't know, you guys. Road bike tires have very different tires than you. You you guys know a lot about vagina. I know a lot about bike tires, okay? So anyway, she hitchhikes and a guy picks her up or someone picks her up. Someone picks her up. And then we, I guess she's just going to hitch her way across the country. Yeah. I mean, no I guess plan. She's, she's wonderful she just murder wants to at this get point. Out of there. She's going to be wonderful murder at this point. But does her? Oh, I got questions. But like, she basically go, rides off, and this is the very end of the movie. She parks, and she's about to get out of the car, and you realize this really, really old man who picked her up in a Cadillac. I'm talking like no teeth, like you know, like oh, yeah, no, what he doesn't teeth? speak. Oh, he has teeth yeah. and way too long of a tongue. Yeah. yeah, he he looks over at her and is like, eh, the what's doors up? are locked. She's trying to get out and she's not. She'll unlock the door and he locks it immediately. And he's being just a creepy old coot, just like licking his lips and smacking his, you know, like mouth and then like sticking his tongue at her like eh, and she really eh? tries to get out. And then she finally she's, she's like, very cool about it. Yeah. Just like, let me out. Let she me can't. out. She's like, I can't fucking believe this is happening. And then again. she looks at the camera and she's like, well, here we go mechanism. again. <laughs> The boys are back in town. Um, so, but yeah, so it's like she kind of gives this look at the camera like, well, here we go again, like you said. And then like it like cuts her like smirking at the camera. Smash cut to black and the dorkiest fucking outro song. It's basically who put the bomb, but like in this like fucking hip hop 
2000 style. Yeah. Oh God, we're going to play that at the end of this episode. So don't you worry. You'll be able to like zone Enjoy. yourself out with it. But that is teeth. Now we've gone on a little long here, but I have some questions for you guys. Um, first, I would like to say that we skipped over one of the best lines in the movie when they are reattaching Ryan's dick in the operating room. Oh, and the doctor yeah. says, <laughs> hardly seems, seems worth, worth it. it. Yeah, there's a couple moments where uh, there's some lines said, and that, yeah, we do see Ryan get brought in by his mom, and they're going to put the dick back on, and that's that that line was so tough. It was like, oh, dude, after all that, man, if you had just been cool, you would have had a girlfriend at this point. Yeah, and I 100% believe a surgeon would say that. Oh, absolutely. Oh, probably. I mean, I'm not a surgeon, but it seems likely. But um, yeah, though this movie was fucking crazy as hell, and it's, like you said, shot very beautifully. I had a lot of problems with the acting until the end when you guys pointed out the like the real transition. It was like, oh, these were not just choice; these were choices. Like this was not just accidental bad acting in the beginning. It seems like people were not supposed to be themselves until they become right. themselves. And I really feel like they made a lot of hay with their what two point five million dollar budget. We have that's not a lot. No, that's hardly anything, right. and we get some good gore. It's a really well shot movie, Ugh. and it's we I need don't know. we need dick trigger warning on this one. It's <laughs> it's a rough watch because like you're just like okay, you know you've seen stuff in horror movies, but staring at like a missing dick area and watching it like spurt blood, Ooh, especially like, Ryan's because you see like the artery I feel like that the they blood spent is pumping. You that. don't you don't yeah. see like that very often in horror movies, so you're just like whoa. I would also like to point out that every severed dick that you see is different they made three different dicks oh yeah totally they were all you can we appreciate the dick variety in this movie yes, is that what we're trying to say absolutely yeah. okay you know kudos teeth you really nailed it home oh and i also read uh i was doing a, doing a little bit of research here drop the research um, on us the ring in the dick that the dog eats it was actually uh, specially made by a confectioner out of sugar so the dog wouldn't eat anything dangerous yay <laughs> okay that you just said the ring and that reminds me of this great moment there is a moment after she um, sees the dick with the crab. Okay, the crab dick. She the goes crabs, to the edge dick. of the um, of the the grotto lagoon pool thing, and she takes her purity ring off, and she stands on the edge of the cliff and like is about to throw it. It was so Lord of the Rings. It was oh, so great. Yeah. Like it looked like like Smeagol was gonna or like Gollum was gonna come out any moment, and just like like no, my precious. And she chunks it off the edge, and there's like this upward shot of it like slowly falling towards you. I was like, wow, this is so great. But yeah, that was a really good movie. But I thought the cooling stacks were gonna come into more play, other than the I fact I think too. they're the catalyst for the yeah. mutation. I think that they just had them to explain. Yeah, I think that's all they're there for. And honestly, but they are there a lot. I think one of the reasons this movie is effective it is it's a nice trim 88 minutes. And I don't think we need to go into too much more detail right. about like it lets you put the pieces together. That is one nice thing about this movie. There wasn't a single real exposition dump in it. No, that's not true because there was the vagina monologue. Oh, there. The, okay, no, the there vagina was monologue. There was one when she was doing research. When she first, like, after she first bites the dick off, was it the first dick? Yeah, after the first yeah. dick, she eventually gets to a point where she's like, "What the fuck?" and goes on the internet and starts Google searching random words. Eventually, comes across like the mythology of um, vagina dentata. Yeah. Okay. And and then she is like, it sounds like Jim Cotta. Vagina Jim Cotta. And she, she like immediately. Ooh, talented vagina. Out of nowhere, like 
there's a monologue. There's an, a voiceover monologue where she's like, Vangina Dentata. It's I the myth like, of like a hero having to destroy the... Yeah, like, I think that that was reshoots. Like they, they needed something. Do you think it, a lot of people were like, wait, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah, that Why was done in post. This movie does put a lot of trust in the viewer to connect dots. Yeah. And maybe... Those that were, was just yeah. one point where they needed a few more dots in between. Yeah, okay. It felt that way. But it wasn't like we had to re-explain the plot to a million different characters because they weren't there when the events occurred. So that right. was nice. You know, even for its small flaws, this was a very enjoyable movie. Solid. I'd actually recommend this movie. Yeah. Would you guys recommend it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So and not much just so that ladies, I will right? stop it in the middle. Teeth? No, only drive across town and make more people watch it. And yeah. we appreciate that, or I appreciate that, because... <laughs> Wow. Like it started out and I was like, oh, this is gonna be one of those really bad good movies because it's so bad. But then it actually like turned into like this like this is actually a really it's good movie. It's actually just a good movie. Yeah. It's funny. But like I'm gonna make Mark and John watch it to find out what they think because do. I'm very interested to see what they think of teeth. But you guys should do a short where you guys talk about it. Uh, a male perspective. Yes. Also, solutions. Couldn't you just get them removed? Well, I don't think she needs to. I don't think she wants to. They're her teeth. Uh, whoa. Okay. I walked into that quagmire. I was just, I'm just saying like, if you want <laughs> oh, to like the looks, he is getting I'm right sure now. She could, but no, I'm just saying like, you know, like what if you're like, what if you get an argue? What if you, what if you marry someone uh-huh. and this might get cut out, but yeah. what if you marry someone and you get an argument and you accidentally bite your husband's dick off? Listen, he should have known his place. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. I'm just saying like, he's going to eventually leave that toilet seat up and she's going to come in and she'd be like, Wake up, baby, and he's gonna be no. like dick bite. No, I she's just gonna no. give him a little little warning gonna, nip. She's gonna save it for the big stuff. Maybe get like a mouth guard, like in uh, boxing. Yeah. No, I feel like she can control it. So you like think so? toilet seat. You up, think it's that fine. under control? So it's like an X Men power. It is like an X Men power. Oh, yeah. yeah, but does she does fine. she grind her teeth at night? Does she need a night guard for that? Does she or, put like some kind of like you asked me yeah. over the phone? <laughs> Has she flossed yet? Yes. I wondered if she had, there was a scene where she brushed her vagina teeth. Cause I, again, I was still picturing like <laughs> mouth teeth and I was all like, do you have to floss these? Like what's going on? Like what's, what's the situation here? But then I realized they were more like sharp teeth. I also teeth feel like you should maybe disclose your vagina teeth to your future husband. I mean, be fair about it. I feel Let like that know. is fair. You should full disclosure. He can full take dis- that risk if he wants. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sean and Alex, for stopping by and talking about teeth. It was great to have a female perspective on a movie such as this, because I'll be honest, there was a lot that I missed that you guys picked up on. But more so than that, um, it was very scary for me. You guys found it very empowering, evidently. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us. And if you guys are listening to this, uh, be sure to like and rate us on iTunes, Spotify. Every Tuesday, we have new episodes up for you guys. We've got some new videos from John for Quickies. We're going to be watching a lot of new movies coming out. Uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, It Chapter 2. So check back with us. And if you have any um, recommendations that you want us to watch, hit us up. All right. Talk to you later.